What's up? It's your pal Wenchikistoticus, and this is The Bar is Low. Every episode, we take a look at a fan fiction or a collection of fan fictions, and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly, they're bad. We went looking for that unironic SpongeBob porn, and we found it. Certainly, there were some fics that were crack, and some that were at least a little ironic, but there was sure some porn that took itself seriously. And I would start off by saying that it's been a while since I've actually watched Spongebob. My recent exposure to it has been through memes, so I might miss some subtleties and references within the fix. Just a heads up. Today's fucked up meter rating is a 10 out of 10 for scat cannibalism and a surprising amount of death by sex. It gets gross and straight up weird and ominous. As usual though, we'll start off with the relatively normal stuff, then get to the more fucked up shit towards the end, and there's gonna be some narration in the middle section. And hey brain fetish guy, if you're listening to this, I'm uh, shouting out Plankton's journey to the central nervous system of Sandy Cheeks, but I won't be covering because honestly man, I just can't stand your writing style. It's so dense. So let's get into it. I wanted to start us off with something vanilla. No one dies or gets eaten in this fanfiction, so it's, you know, your basic smut of a sponge and an octopus. And yes, Squidward is an octopus, despite what his name implies. Look it up! So in this fic, it's the holiday season, and it's snowing in Bikini Bottom because Fuck logic. And Squidward is lonely. He's tired of going back to an empty home at the end of each workday. And it's nearly closing time at the Krusty Krab. And OP has never worked in food service, cause guess what guys? Y'all can decide to shut down early if there's no customers, but you still gotta do a bunch of closing time shit like cleaning down the grill and doing the dishes and taking out the trash, sweeping the floor, counting the money in the cash register. And you end up staying there sometimes hours after after the stores actually closed, so uh, it would be a real dick move to let Spongebob close on his own. Like, Squidward, come on man, you gotta help out. Anyway, Mr. Krabs isn't there to tell Squidward that he can't leave yet, but Spongebob is. And he's a good little capitalist slave who abides by all the rules and won't let Squidward leave till exactly nine. He's like, Squidward, don't leave and go home to be alone, and Squidward's very hurt that Spongebob has seen into his heart like this. But he tells Spongebob to fuck off anyway. But Sp- I, I don't know, it's just something about trying to imagine Spongebob talking in a sexy voice is very weird to me, but um, he says in a voice that really turns Squidward on, he says, I can make it worth your while. And he kisses him and Squidward reconsiders. So they decide to fucking the cash register vote, which is very risque. And almost immediately, I have a complaint about this sex scene because the author uses the phrase, their tongues battled for dominance. That's like, that's the one phrase everyone tells you not to use. I mean, can't believe people are still out here not knowing that it's the one that everyone makes fun of. Maybe they are aware of that. They just don't care, which you have to admire a little, I guess. So as they're making out, Spongebob is getting undressed and he takes off his tie and he binds Squidward's wrists together with it. And Squidward's like, okay, didn't expect that, but also kind of hot. And then he also doesn't know how to pleasure Spongebob because he's, you know, a sponge. He doesn't have a dick. So Spongebob just tells him to like rub all his many holes on his porous body. And then, oh my 
my god. <sighs> SpongeBob leans down to suck on. You, you know how bitches will use manhood as a synonym for penis? Well, they they call it a squidhood in Squidward's case. <laughs> and it's capitalized. Uh, they, they did put some effort into being anatomically correct. And yeah, an octopus's dick is just disguised as one of its legs. So they do that there. Uh, they, they also refer to Squidward's dick as his octococ multiple times. Squidhood was a one-off, but this is a repeat offender. My favorite penis euphemism they use here, however, was his squidly staff. Wow. Squidly staff. That makes it sound like he's the ruler of a kingdom of squid. I don't know. But then Spongebob makes Squidward beg him to ride him, and Spongebob just- he just pulls lube and a condom out of his pocket because he brought them to work, as one does. Uh, and I will accept porn logic that promotes safe sex. This is fine. I don't- maybe he was just psyching himself up to finally make his move on Squidward today, though. I don't- I don't know, maybe? Maybe that was what this was. And then- Spongebob just rides that fucker. There's this little scene at the end where the next day at work, Mr. Krabs notices that Squidward has a hickey because, okay, sure, octopi can get hickeys, why not? Not such a bad fic, but the, uh, the duck's battling for dominance and the weird penis euphemisms, they have to go. I mean, just does not work. <laughs> Squidly staff. Now, moving on to something decidedly less vanilla. This person has a lot of Spongebob fanfiction, but this one had me alarmed just by the summary, you see. Spongebob and his girlfriend, in scare quotes, take their relationship to a whole new level? What the fuck does that mean? Well, what it means is that Spongebob fucks a burger. Her name is Patty, and he pretends that she's his girlfriend, and when he gets home from work, he fucks her, and, uh... I don't know, I think he should have fucked the burger at work, because that's where the burgers are, and that would have been more scandalous. But my man Spongebob really out here using lube and a condom to fuck a burger, though. I mean, alright, yeah, safety first, kids. And he's like dirty talking this Patty, pretending she's responding to him, though. But the thing is, it says that he wants to do it with her again, and take her on a picnic and propose to her, but this is a used cum burger. It has his semen in it. They, that would get nasty real quick. Not to mention the ingredients would go bad after not so long, even if it didn't have semen in it. I don't know how hard he fucked it, but I feel like it would be ruined after just one session. Uh, I don't know, maybe he would just keep replacing it and pretending it was the same one. Uh, this, this whole situation reminds me of that brony who married a Twilight Sparkle plushie. But this is grosser, I will admit. The real question I have though is, is he gonna eat it? This could have been more fucked up. He needed to consume the cum burger. Give us the hard vort. You failed and you were so proud of yourself for how gross it was, buddy. You ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till the rest of this episode. So yeah, nice concept, but the execution could have been a little better in terms of being fucked up. All right, we're gonna get into our narration portion now. I am a simple person. When I see that archive of our own user Draculard has a fic for whatever fandom I'm doing an episode on, I read it. Also worth mentioning that this one's exactly 666 words long. Nice. All right, here's this piece about Sandy and Mrs. Puff. I know you're still grieving for your husband, Sandy said. She ran a paw tenderly down Mrs. Puff's cheek. I can't imagine how much pain you must be in. 
but maybe I can help. Maybe I can take a little bit of that pain away. She leaned in for a kiss, but Sandy's helmet got in the way, bumping against Mrs. Puff's nose. Sandy ripped it off with a growl, holding her breath. She loved Mrs. Puff so much she'd do anything to kiss her. Their lips met in a furious clash, with Sandy's sexy front teeth dragging over Mrs. Puff's lips in a raw, animalistic display of arousal. Oh, Miss Puff moaned. You taste like nuts. Sandy briefly put her helmet back on so she could fill her lungs with air. I brush my teeth with peanut butter, she explained. It's a squirrel thing. You taste like fish, by the way. Mrs. Puff blushed a deep red. Oh, she said. I'm sorry. No. No. Sandy pulled Mrs. Puff closer to her, her paw gentle on the back of Mrs. Puff's neck. Their chests met, sending a tingle of electricity down Mrs. Puff's spine. I like it, Sandy breathed. It's the best taste in the world. She ripped her helmet off again, this time pushing down on Mrs. Puff's shoulder until she got the hint and lay on the floor. Mrs. Puff spread her legs, her chest heaving as Sandy buried her face in Mrs. Puff's cunt. Her deft pink tongue laughed over Mrs. Puff's fish clit through her aromatic folds <laughs> careful mrs puff said i'm poisonous sandy gave her a look that clearly said i don't mind i'd die for you it was the most arousing thing mrs puff had ever experienced that look alone nearly brought her to orgasm she squirmed as sandy's tongue dipped into her wet hole it felt so warm and broad so deliciously good it was overwhelming a shameful thought came to her she'd never felt this good with mr puff holding her breath sandy brought mrs puff to orgasm again and again using only her tongue she glanced up once or twice a devilish spark in her eyes as mrs puff's back arched and her muscles spasmed with pleasure so immense it almost felt like pain the joy she felt was all consuming it left her nerve endings screaming like they were on fire so sensitive that the lightest touch would send her into orgasm again oh sandy mrs puff breathed sandy i could stay like this forever but suddenly sandy had stopped moving mrs puff looked up and to her horror she saw that the poison had set in sandy was clawing at her neck her cheeks swollen and her fur standing on end sandy mrs puff cried she reached for her lover helpless as panic set in this couldn't be happening she'd only just gotten over mr puff and now she was losing sandy as the light dwindled from sandy's eyes mrs puff held her and sobbed rocking sandy gently she couldn't save her but the least she could do was comfort her as she died. Mrs. Puff, Sandy wheezed slash gurgled. She didn't have her helmet on. Sandy, Mrs. Puff sobbed. She leaned down over her squirrel lover's face, tears dripping onto Sandy's cheeks. Sandy cheeks, cheeks. As Sandy died, Mrs. Puff did the only thing she could do. She kissed her. I'll never forget you, Sandy, Mrs. Puff said. Never. It was worth it, Sandy said. Pussy or die. And then death finally claimed her, one more squirrel amongst masses. Sandy's spirit floated up to heaven, both drowned and poisoned, to join the legions of her brethren, who had been hit by cars or eaten by dogs, or, most tragically, died due to nut allergies. From up above, she watched Mrs. Puff crying over her body. Pussy or die, said Sandy, nodding once in satisfaction. She was happy with her choices. It was how she'd always wanted to go. My god, Sandy is such a chad. A chad would die for pussy. Also generally just love when I'm reading smut and one of the characters just dies at the end. Very good. But the phrase is pussy or die, not pussy and die. So that's a little confusing. I still stand by what I said. Sandy is like 
a giga chad anyway let's talk about mr krabs because gotta get all the characters in here for a little bit of fun I'm not going to do a full-on narration, but I'll be reading a lot of quotes from this. Mr. Krabs has it rough. He cannot jerk off. He has claws, after all. So he has been engaging in anal penetration over the years, working his way up to larger and larger dildos until today, when he finally obtains the largest dildo possible. The whale dildo. Also, it says in the summary that he bought this for his daughter. And then, oh, nasty. You using it? Ugh. Okay, who the fuck buys a dildo for their daughter, though? That's fucking gross. Well, I mean, in, in the Dixar episode for Mulan, Mulan's grandma gave her a dildo. That was, I guess, a family heirloom. But yeah, who just buys their daughter a dildo? But anyway, he receives this dildo, and he does not use it yet. First, he goes to his vault, where his life savings are stored, and he starts just shouting coins up his ass like he's some sort of piggy bank and now all warmed up mr crab eyes his whale dildo and it gets him all hard would you like to hear a quote about his penis you wouldn't but i'm going to read it anyway quote his dick was fat stubby and covered with jagged spines closely resembling a barrel cactus crabs was well acquainted with genital mutilation and his cock was utterly riddled with scars ranging from dangling flaps of flesh to large indents most notably eugene's piercings with a cheap unsanitary metal rod had resulted in eight pseudo-urethras along the side of his penis some still crusty with partially healed skin two were very recent additions and though no longer bleeding had a fair amount of caked on dried blood surrounding them every one of these apertures was bubbling as pre-cum dribbled from them making it appear as the Oh, Mr. Krabs had a cactus taking a bubble bath at the base of his torso. Oh, bruh, please go to therapy. Perhaps this is consensual, but it is neither safe nor sane. Oh, why? So Mr. Krabs then butters himself up, as in literally he uses butter as lube. And I do like that so far everyone's been using lube in this episode. Lube is good. Have safe sex, kids. And he climbs a ladder. He climbs a ladder to reach the apex of this massive dildo. Now, if I may read this ending, quote, with a confident grunt, he leapt from the ladder and landed with precision on the taper tip of the dildo. His weight, along with the copious amounts of butter, caused him to rapidly take in approximately a quarter of the whale tongue. For anyone else, this would have been certain death. But experienced as he was, Crab sat comfortably on his throne. <laughs> though, though comfortable indeed, Crab still wanted more. With a great downward heave, he had plunged himself downward to the halfway point, causing his stomach to distend outward from the massive foreign object invading his digestive system. A barrier was broken. He began sinking. The change he had so gingerly inserted, along with whatever else was present in his bowels, had been pushed into his stomach. He was the definition of depravity, a swollen, moaning piggy bank impaled by the most ludicrous penis nature had to offer. His cock squirted in all directions like a badly damaged fire hose. Slowly, he slid down the pole, no doubt irreparably damaging his innards, but crabs didn't care. Already he had come harder than ever before. His cock, like a high-end garden sprinkler, had, ooh, had strewn his gooey 
S-word with vigor evenly about his study. He was approaching utter impalement. The coins in his stomach were elevated up into his esophagus and casually into his expectant maw. He suddenly slipped once more as his myriad of leaking fluids had thoroughly lubricated the dildo and his anal lips finally kissed the base. The tip had launched his change out in a glorious shower, his prior deposit becoming a withdrawal. He came continuously out of his freakish mutant cactus cock, while a silicone monster asphyxiated him from the inside. He knew this would happen, of course. Eugene had yearned for the sweet release of death for years. Finally, he would be able to go out the way he had always wanted. Death by penis. As he slipped into the afterlife, still grinding on the titan impaling him, he came one final time, an orgasm to end all orgasms. His dick exploded, blasting the room with a thick cone of pink paint. The fireplace was extinguished, his body now vacant of any liquids, he was left an empty shell. Wow, that was very, very graphic. I do not know why someone would write this. I don't know, and most likely I never will know, but, but this exists. This came from someone's brain. On behalf of this author, you're welcome. Um, why does sex keep killing people in this episode? Man, that, that is a really elaborate suicide, though, I gotta say. All right, anyway, that was something, but this next fic is, it's a real treat because it's my first fic that I'm covering with this particular fetish. Now, some things, as you may have guessed from the fucked up Omita rating, must be kink-shamed. I will not really kink-shame the last fic because I think it was just crack that was written kind of seriously, but this is not. Some things must be kink-shamed. Here, let me read you the quote that starts this fic. <clears throat> Mr. Squidward, Mr. Krabs approached his employee, who was headed for the restroom. I have a task for you. Need it done this instant, the octopus sighed. What could be this important that it takes time away from my only break? He let his arm rest at his hips as he rolled his eyes. Clearly, he was in no mood for Krabs' irrational commands. Come to the kitchen. I'll be talking to both you and SpongeBob about the minimal changes I'll be making around here. Minimal, Squidward vociferated after learning about the new jobs he and SpongeBob had to do with along with their usual jobs. So you're telling me you want us to shit and piss into the food? Are you mad? Not at all, just cheap, Mr. Krabs exclaimed, guffawing all the while, you see. We can use your, um, feces to make patties and Spongebob's urine as lemonade. Those mindless fish will eat anything if we just add a bit of sugar and spice. The reason I'm doing this is because we're low on ingredients and I ain't spending no more money on them this month. Spongebob rubbed what should be his neck and thought, So by using our excrements, you can make a quick buck. Precisely. Why? I know! I know I talk a lot about porn logic here on the show, but this, this is a new level. This is something else, my friends. Yes, the author wrote this to be self-indulgent, but once you put it on the internet, it's fair fucking game. So while SpongeBob is fine with these changes, Squidward is a little more resistant. God, fucking report this guy to the health inspector. 
but oh, he's, he doesn't want to lose his job because we are all slaves to capitalism. So he, he does take a shit right into that bucket and, and Mr. Krabs offers to wipe his ass for him. But Squidward's like, uh, no, I can wipe my own ass like I do at home. And for some reason, when Krabs says, sorry, I assume that SpongeBob wiped your ass for you. This is what drives Squidward over the edge. And he quits. Not the publicly shitting in a bucket and feeding it to customers. And yeah, I get it. No one likes customers, but I also wouldn't feed them shit. I, even Karen wouldn't deserve that. I mean, maybe I'd spit in her drink, but that's just a public health hazard. So Squidward quits, but Krabs has hired someone else to replace him. It's Patrick, and he's going to make the milkshakes. You can guess what goes into those. There are two more chapters of this, different scenarios, same fetishes. Uh, in the second chapter, SpongeBob swallows the bottle containing the secret formula to protect it from plankton, and Krabs gives him some laxatives so he'll shit it out. I'm guessing that SpongeBob just does not get paid enough for this. I mean, for a guy doing a job we'd pay someone minimum wage to do, he's living pretty well. He's got his own house and shit, but he's still not getting paid enough for this. I guarantee it. So SpongeBob gets excused to go to the bathroom. If you've never worked in food service before, it is the law that you cannot handle food when you're having diarrhea. Like, you legally have to tell your employer and they have to give you time off. But we, we already know that crabs don't give a fuck. Forget about not getting paid enough. They need some basic-ass regulation for health reasons. But two hours later, SpongeBob's still shitting and Squidward goes to find him in the bathroom and it just reeks in there. The orders are falling behind, though, and they need him flipping patties again, so he just takes a bucket and he just goes and sits on it and shits while he flips patties in the kitchen. Very unsanitary. <laughs> Compared to the last chapter, it's nothing. But this one, the porn logic is less blatant, you know? So SpongeBob's next round of diarrhea is a particularly dirty one and it gets his clothes all nasty. So he just strips and when Squidward sees him naked, he's like, oh shit, that's kind of hot. So he decides to disguise his desire to fuck SpongeBob as a desire to pull the formula out of SpongeBob's ass so he doesn't have to hear him groan in pain anymore and smell him shitting. So Squidward has a plan. The bottle can't get out because SpongeBob's anus just hasn't been stretched enough whoa so squidward shoves the tentacle up there and spongebob is secretly getting off to it and he ends up just shitting on squidward because he can't control it but they do eventually get the formula out the final chapter is really short it's just about spongebob really having to pee like that's it there's a piss themed pun there's not much to it but um some things just have to be kink shamed like just just talking from an evolutionary perspective a poop fetish poop is not nutritious you can get diseases from consuming poop that's why it disgusts most of us it's it just it's a harmful fetish to engage in I'm just if you're writing about it and not actually playing with it then fine okay you know what that's that's acceptable so let's get to our final selection of the day. It is a bit shorter, but it's just straight up weird. That's the only way to describe it. In this fan fiction, SpongeBob splits in two. To do this, he has to prepare for a while. He has to eat a lot, and then he has to wait until this mysterious character Sam isn't home to see him do this. I don't know who the fuck Sam is, but she's an OC. I guess she's kind of like his mom. And so he divides his second self is called Second Bob. And what, what do you think? Just, just a wild guess. What do you think that he and Second Bob do? That's right. 
they fuck. That's the only normal thing about this fic, honestly, that he fucks his clone. So the two Bobs fight over who's going to be on top, but ultimately Spongebob gets to be in control. I don't think that sponges have dicks or balls, but you know what? Yeah, um, Spongebob logic is not logic that you question. Usually on episodes like this where we're talking about animals fucking, I go over the actual biology of these animals, but it's Spongebob. They have a second ocean in their ocean, and they can, like, form fires underwater, so, like, it's not logic that you question. So, yeah, he fucks his clone, and he also fucks himself anally with Second Bob's nose. I, this reminds me of the Olaf porn in the Frozen Dixar episode. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Then SpongeBob realizes that they've been going at it for a long time, and Sam will be home soon, so he starts licking Second Bob's toes, which turns into just hard four. He just eats his clone, all his organs, he eats his brain so that he can digest Second Bob's memories. Even when he starts to feel full, he keeps going because he's practiced this, he's done this before, and he has to get rid of every trace of Second Bob before Sam gets back. And Sam has come back. She was at lunch with Mrs. Puff and they decided to do some baking afterwards and they made cookies, but SpongeBob, having just gorged himself on his clone, doesn't want any. But Sam insists, and he realizes that she knows what he's been up to. She knows what he does while she's gone, but she doesn't say anything. She just wants him to eat some cookies like a good boy. So uh, that's the fic. You, you may think, you may think that I have many questions after reading that. And that makes sense to think that. And you yourself may have many questions after hearing that. But I am here to tell you that there is only one question worth asking, and it is this. Hey, OP, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? That's it. That's all I have to say on that. And that's all I have to say about any of the fix I'm covering today. Once again, shout out to Brain Fetish Guy. If you like brains and run-on sentences and you haven't had enough weird Spongebob porn today, check out Plankton's Journey to the Central Nervous System of Sandy Cheeks by Xander Martin 98 Bitches in the Spongebob fan would be crazy, alright? What do you even call people who want to fuck cartoon sea creatures? Not furries. I mean, I guess you'd call the people who want to fuck Sandy furries, but fishies? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, there's quite a lot of serious Spongebob porn out there. When I was planning this episode, I thought I'd have a problem with all the smut being crackfic, but that was not the case. That was certainly not the case. Today we covered Oh Yeah, Mr. Krabs by Depressed Horse, Zesty Pickles by Nico underscore net, Love It and Lickin' and Bikini Bottom by Draculard, Life Savings by Lee Tob, spelled U-Y-T-O-B, Krusty Fix by Anonymous, and Eat Up by Fluro Kitten. The Bar is Low is on Instagram. You can find us at The Bar is Low with an underscore in between each word follows. You know what's coming up next. If you have a fic to suggest, feel free to get in contact with me. And if you want to drop a ring or review on iTunes, that'd be real cool. Not going to beg you for five stars. Give me however many damn stars you think I deserve. As always, I'm your pal, Wunchkistoticus. This is The Bar is Low. Thank you for joining me. And that's all for today.